These are stories about murder. (gasps) Could there be a hidden clue? Things that are exceptionally alarming. Like what? Just alarming things. Because he's at the bottom of the ocean, every little sound is intensely magnified. He hears animals eating his friends and crewmates. Oh my God. Instead of scattering ashes, he had simply dumped them in the parking lot. (laughs) In Germany, before a royal court. Thought she was Polish. No, the magician is Polish. This is three shots in. And today we're talking about... Welcome to Three Shots In. I'm Jake. I'm Jess. And tonight, our topic is breast. Breast. It is breast, boob. Like a boob or like a like a like a breast Titty. of chicken. Sure. There are lots of names for or it. Or like a breast plate. Maybe that. It could be any of those. It won't be. It's all about boobs. It's breasts. Women's breasts the whole way. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome, everybody, and thank you for tuning in on our wonderful podcast. But thank you, especially to the ones of you who matter more. And that is our patrons. That's right. We're thanking you individually, mom and dad, Terry and Danny, Ricky, TJ, David, Sam. Sweet Sam. Sweet Sam, of course. Jeremy, Abria, Flash, Thomas, and the most recent, Alan. We love you all so much. You are the greatest of the greats. And uh, no one can ask for better patrons. Lots of masculine and or feminine energy coming from every single one of them. There's just lots of good energy coming. The good kind. The very good kind. Yeah. The best kind, honestly. Mm -hmm. So for shots tonight, um, I bought us this very special bottle. You did. Of uh, a German dry gin. A Stahnhager. Stahnhager. Dry gin. Yes. By the brand of Schlicht. It was a German gin you bought. It, it was Schlicht Stahnhager dry gin. It was like in a clay bottle. It was in a clay bottle. Yeah, it was dope. Um, and I say was because we have since finished it. Oh, is it empty now? It's, it's empty as fuck. That's so disappointing. I it know. was really good. I liked it. I know. I didn't we, like taking shots of it as much. You I know? know. Like it was fine, but if I had my choice, I would rather just mix it and stuff. Yeah, we had our shots and now we have mixed it enough times that it is empty. The bottle is gone. Sadness. I know. I know. It is sad. But so be it. And why is the bottle gone? Because we are drinking these beautifully crafted cocktails by yours truly. Delicious. Gin and tonics. But not just regular gin. Stahnhaga gin. It's it's Schlicht Stahnhaga gin. That's right. And it's not just Schlicht Stahnhaga gin. It's Schlicht Stahnhaga gin with key lime simple syrup. Honestly, it's delicious. You it's brought it up. the best. I believe first episode, you brought up key lime simple syrup and you happened to find it in Lubbock when you I went did. to visit your in-laws for Christmas. Yes. And it was fantastic. I love it so much. And I bought it bottle for us to have here. Delicious. And it's just so good. Well, all right, Jake, do you have any updates before we move on into this episode and its stories of various I kinds do. and wheel spins? I do. I have updates and I believe we have unlimited words. Yes. Um, we received a criticism recently from a listener who will be unnamed because, because. Because he's old. <laughs> um, he was correct. He or she. We may never know. Right. 
Because Schmer is the oldest listener that we've ever had. We don't know that. I feel like we know it. We don't. Old. We couldn't. How could Old, we? saggy. They did have like a strong, bald tone yeah. to the way they spoke. Bald is a great way to put it. Anyway, what they said was that we should just give our life updates instead of saying that it's our life updates in 10 words or less because we actually only use 10 words, but then we explain it in like a thousand words. True. So we may as well just say life updates and then update yeah. our lives. Like, you know, cut out the middleman. You know what I mean? No, I like that. Yeah, we I can, like that. And it does do make that. it a little easier. Sure. Um. So here we go. Uh, I went to Lubbock, Texas right. for yeah. Christmas. Um. It was super queer. We wore match or not matching, but like we all wore ugly Christmas sweaters for New Year's for Christmas Eve. That's kind of fun. Sure. Um, and then on Christmas morning, we all had onesies. Ooh, less, less fun. Yeah. Both were not purchased by me. They were supplied to me mm-hmm. and I was very upset. Yeah. Luckily though, I did find that the rum I bought um, mixed well with the eggnog Yum. that I bought, and uh, I was properly intoxicated during the whole endeavor. That sounds fantastic. It was. It was in fact fantastic. Um, since then, I have been back to now Tyler, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, went to work, and work sucks. You know who wants to go and be a wage cuck? Not me. Not me. But I do it. Yeah, I do it anyway. Uh, for Christmas. Uh huh. Danny bought me a new backpack. It's dope as shit. You've I saw seen it. it. It's really nice. It was really nice. I know. I picked it out myself. <laughs> she bought it for me. Um, other than that, I mean, really nothing exciting has happened in the last week. You know? Sure. That's it. No. Started playing God of War Ragnarok. That was fun. Ooh, I hear it's a good game. It, it is so far. It is a great game. I've heard wonderful things. Yeah. you So far, in my opinion, you have not been deceived. I have to wait until it's available on PC. You're going to have to wait a while. I know. They took like three years. To release the last one. To release the first one on PC. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know know that. You're fucked. I know. It's okay. There are a lot of other things I can do with my time. Like what? Just other things, I guess. Sure. Just other things I can do. No, yeah, of course. There's a game called Jurassic World Evolution where you create- Oh my God, you've spent (laughs) so much time on that stupid fucking- Sims Jurassic Park game. <laughs> I've almost beaten the Dr. Wu challenge. <laughs> I hate you. Um, I kind of hate myself at this point, too. Anyway, before we all hate you, uh, any life updates? No, sir. I really don't. I have nothing. You have nothing? Nothing new. I mean, nothing has happened. I, I'm at a point in my life where interesting things don't happen weekly. Did so, you, what did you get for Christmas? Nothing, dude. It was a budget Christmas. We got stuff for the kids and for White Elephant. You bought your White Elephant gift for the for tomorrow? No. For, for the no. Saturday? Oh my God, it's tomorrow. Oops. Terry did. I didn't. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have much time, Jessica. It's I've tomorrow. i some time. Jesus Christ. Well, I bought a fantastic gift that was above the price limit, but because Danny is such a great couponer, uh, it was discounted down to be within the price limit. You know what? What? Mark my words. I'm marking them. This is my update. Yeah. Hey, let's hear it. I'm going to buy something and it's going to be perfect for you. Only you. And you'll have to fight all of our friends and loved ones in order to attain it. I'll win. I doubt it. I'll win. I don't think so. I will win. We'll see. Only time will tell, really. Anyway, what a wonderful holiday celebration it will be. 
Yes, wonderful and happy and joyous and, you know, uh, happy birthday, uh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> and all that. Yes. But I think it's time to move on, Jessica, with our wheel spin. It is. Will you please spin the first wheel of the new year? I span. You did spun. Oh, this is in theme. We're talking about breasts. What a coincidence. It's not like we ever put any, you know, particular things on the wheel to match up with the topic of the episode. No, of course not. No, no, I never, I've never done that. I don't know about you. Of course not. We don't do that. This is a uh, completely random podcast. So here we go. Your mammaries now produce alcohol. What's coming out of your tap? Uh, Then there's a fine print here. In this scenario, Jake has boobies as well. Mammaries. Interesting. That only exists inside of the female breast. Is yes. that so I'm I'm assuming what this is saying is that I have boobs just like a woman has boobs. You have mammaries. And our boobs produce alcohol. Mm-hmm. What are we what are we shooting out? Like what are we milking? Interesting. You know? Yes, yes. I'm gonna say um I produce a fine herbal non-dry. Gin. Interesting. That's that's what I that's what's coming out of my nipples. herbal non dry gin, like mm-hmm. like a rosemary, something like that. Yeah, I don't know if it's that specifically, but something like it. Yeah. So I don't have boobies, as you can see. It's hard to tell when your sweatshirt is that baggy. But that's the point. Um, <laughs> but I feel like if I did have boobies, yeah, and I did produce alcohol, okay, that it wouldn't be light. What do you mean? It'd be dark. You think you would produce an alcohol that you yourself wouldn't enjoy? I'm not saying that I wouldn't enjoy it. I'm but saying you it don't would be, enjoy dark It would liquors. be dark in color. But you don't enjoy dark liquors. False, you dumb horse. Because my nipples would produce Añejo tequila. I know, but you make a face every time you take a shot of that. Yeah, but it tastes fantastic. It just hurts but really bad. But your face does not reflect. It tastes very good. It just hurts, Jessica. That's why we keep taking shots of it. Okay? So your your own memories are hurting you? My memories are giving me bad memories, <laughs> as it were. Yes. And Yeho tequila. And like, not quite a top shelf, but definitely not a bottom shelf, you know? Okay. So semi-quality. Yeah. Middle like in, quality. In between uh, Sousa and Don Julio. Oh. Somewhere in there. Okay. Like, you wouldn't tell your abuelita to take a shot of this Añejo? But if she was, you wouldn't discourage her. You wouldn't discourage her. You wouldn't tell her not to. Because it'll be fine. She'll enjoy it. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you got them. I've got Let's... herbal gin producing nips and you have Añejo tequila. Añejo tequila, like the darkest Añejo of, you've ever seen. Shooting out of your areolas. Yeah. I milk them too. You know I milk them into bottles. I've literally milked mine. Oh, that's weird. Anyway, I think it's your story first. Oh, fuck. It is. It is my story. We're talking all about breasts. <laughs> the topic was originally a single breast. It was just one breast. Giving us at least some creativity. Maybe we could decide to talk about like a chicken breast or someone whose name was breast. But that isn't what we chose. You and I decided to talk about actual boobies. Actual factual boobies. So I'm going to read these in the order that Danny recommended I read them in. And by recommended, you mean told I mean, you you should read them. I mean, she gave me an order uh, to read them in, and I forgot. <laughs> so I'm going to read them in the order that my papers are organized in front of me. Okay. <laughs> that's that's what we mean. All right. She said a lot of words, and I was uh, 
not listening, as it were. She does say a lot of things. She does. She just doesn't stop talking. So this article was published in January of 2020, right before COVID hit. Uh, this is all about Judy Hernandez. So Judy uh, decided to get large breast implants. A lot of us do, you know. They do. Women, women decide to have large boobies. Judy was just like those other women. Decided to get large breast implants. But after two and a half years, she decided that she needed to downsize. They were too large. Oh my gosh, did she have back problems? Well, she said, quote, I feel like a lot of pressure on my chest. I had back pain, I couldn't sleep. So I decided to have my implants changed to smaller size. That makes sense. Makes perfect sense. Uh -huh. Her boobs were way too big for her body to handle. And so she decided to downgrade smaller boobies. Um, but apparently budgets were tight because Judy decided to go to the Dominican Republic for this surgery. Um, she's an American, but she went to the Dominican Republic huh. for said surgery. Um, okay. And uh, she said, quote, it was a terrible experience. In the Dominican Republic? Yes. She says, quote, I was so sick, I came back to the U.S. and immediately went to the hospital because I was running a fever. I started getting wounds on my incisions. Oh, no. It was like white. Don't know what that means. Does she mean like pus? Probably. This was a direct quote, so no one can tell you what she actually meant from that. But her doctor, Dr. Dubro, said, quote, Dubro. So the cells are dying. My God. Her her tit cells are dying. Your which, tits are dying? If you think about it, when your cells die, like let's just say in your arm, they amputate it. My God. Yeah. So Judy went to the hospital and doctors packed her wounds. Um, by packed wounds literally means like they shove gauze up into your wounds to like absorb all of the blood and pus that's coming out of it. Um, and they referred her to a plastic surgeon. So she went to said plastic surgeon and the physician assistant assistant um, decided that they were going to check her boobies. To make sure they were okay. Make sure, like find the, the source of the problem. Okay. Right? Right. And so they start, you know, checking and feeling and groping the boobie. You're miming. I am. That's I'm a making, lot of squeezing. It's, I'm assuming if you're going to be checking a booby with your hand, that you're going to have to do a lot of squeezing and, and rotating of the wrist. Okay. And luckily, this physician assistant was doing the rotation of the wrist because as the rotation came down into the cup position, um, there was a pop. Uh. And one of the implants fell directly into the physician's hand. What? Yes. Why? Your disbelief is exactly what Dr. Paul Nassif had. He said, quote, the hole was that big? The implant just fell out of it? Everyone was confused as fuck. Apparently, she had an open wound the size of her implant in her tit. Oh my God. And it fell out and the physician caught it. The, the physician assistant was apparently hysterical. It was like <laughs> mind lost. Um, said that she had never seen anything like that before. It must have been so bloody. Oh, it must have been disgusting. Judy was disgusted by this <laughs> whole thing. Um, the doctor said that they had never seen anything like that. No one that he ever knows has seen anything like that. It was insane. So Judy went back home and the doctors were going to prepare for a follow-up surgery where they would fix the botched titty. Yes. 
they would put a proper implant and fix it up the right way. Okay. Okay. And while she was home, you know, doing her normal home things, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, sans breast. Sans one breast. Yes. She still had the other one. Yeah. She, you know, decided my teeth are dirty and I need to brush them. That's a normal thing to think. A normal thing, a very normal thing. So she went to brush her teeth. um, And then she felt a very heavy weight Oh. in her t-shirt. Oh, it was heavy in there? It was very heavy. Um, She lifted her shirt and found her other implant. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. The second implant fell out of the boobie. Oh my God. That makes it sound like her incisions never healed. Yeah. Um, The doctor said, quote, Last time I checked, having your implants out while brushing your teeth is not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> I love this doctor, okay? Um, so that's it for Judy. I'm assuming that she got the proper <laughs> surgery done, and now she has beautiful boobies. American boobies. <laughs> beautiful American boobies. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But, but now we're moving on to Tiffany Mills. This is in February of 2022 when this article was posted. Well, that's very recent. Very recent. So. It is. I mean, it's almost a year ago, but still. Obviously, with my stories, something botched went down. That, that yes, okay. that, that was your theme. Yes. So this ordeal began about the year before. So Tiffany, the mom of three, by the way, decided yes. to undergo breast reduction. Okay to reduce her back pain on and the pain on her shoulders and her neck. Now, I saw pictures of Tiffany. She looks exactly like Danny, only she has giant boobies. Aww. So she's a small- She has a teeny tiny body. Teeny body woman with, with mega boobs. Like disproportionately large. She said af- that after having children, she ended up with 32F. Oh no. Boobies and she had pain 24 seven. Aww. Jessica, she's five foot three. <laughs> very petite. They're like the same size as her then. Yeah, her boobs literally probably weigh, it's a third of her weight in each boobie, <laughs> you know? Um, so the doctor had recommended that she get a reduction and she finally followed through. Now, her family wasn't in like the best financial situation. Okay. So they saved up. She, she handled the pain for another like year or two or however long it took them to save up, but they saved up and they had to pay in advance for the procedure. All right. So she went in to get her breast reduction. She was very excited about it. Her husband was excited to stop hearing his wife complain. About how big her titties are? About how big her titties were. Maybe he wasn't a boob guy. I don't know. Okay. Okay. All right. So when she woke up, um, mind you, I didn't tell you this before, but Tiffany's a nurse. So she knows a little bit of medical shit. Okay. Okay. And when she woke up, she realized that something was wrong. Yeah. So she says, quote, I woke up feeling very groggy and I remember being pulled by my arms by the medical assistant. They told me they needed the bed and I needed to get up. Yes. So she was moved to a hotel. I'm sorry. Correct. She was moved to a hotel, which was booked for, quote, post-surgery recovery. All right. She didn't pay for it. The doctors did. There isn't a fucking nurse in the hotel. There is not a nurse in the hotel. Keen observation, Jessica. So she was concerned because they did not have anyone to observe her and make sure that she was good. They simply moved her quickly, ripped her out of the clinic and threw her into a hotel. 
All right. Not ideal. Yeah, no, that's okay. not so great. So she said that, you know, that was all kind of a blur. She was still under the drugs and was- Recovering from in a surgery. a lot of pain. But when she finally came to and was like, you know, more herself, she awoke in the hotel. That's like her first like solid memory. Okay. Is waking up in the hotel. And she noticed that there was a binding across her stomach. <gasps> her stomach? Her stomach. No. So her being a nurse and not worried about seeing anything nasty, she removed her binding. And she saw that there was a huge hip to hip incision across her stomach covered with bruises. No. Around the entire thing. Did they give her a hysterectomy? Hold on. Her entire stomach was bruised and there was an incision, like I said, from hip to hip. No. While she was looking at that, she also noticed that her right nipple had become detached what? from the areola. And she said, quote, it was like this huge black hole. <sighs> she said that she knew that they had actually added implants. What? Into her breasts. And she knew because she felt them resting on her collarbone. Oh my God. Which means these implants were fucking massive, okay? So, oh. Tiffany had the news that posted this article. She had told them that, the, that she had called the clinic to ask them what the fuck happened. But apparently, when she would tell the receptionist who she was, they would hang up on her. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yes. stand the fuck by. <laughs> yes. You're getting sued. So finally, she got a hold of someone the next day. Good. Okay. Okay. She claims that they had admitted to the mix-up that took place with her procedure. Yeah. But they also tried to tell her that she shouldn't be mad because she got free surgeries. <laughs> what, what, the, what the fuck was done on her lower body? What was that? So, Tiffany Mills going in for a breast reduction. Because of pain. Because of pain. And discomfort on a daily basis. Now, mind you, when I say that she was like Danny, imagine if, like, Danny doesn't have a lot of fat going on. Yeah. Just keep that in mind. Yes. Because Tiffany Mills received a breast enlargement, liposuction, and a tummy tuck. What? Yes. They gave her a tummy tuck, and she states that the tummy tuck was so tight that her belly button, instead of being a circle, was like a coin slot for an arcade game. What? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Oh, no. I know. Oh, no. I know. So she said that she was confused that there was a mix-up, and they had told her that literally the entire team must have made a mistake. Apparently they did. Apparently so, every single one did. Now, there were absolutely no surgical logs. They did not check who their patients were at this clinic. That's not just not practice for them or something? Apparently not. Apparently okay. everyone comes in for enlargements, liposuction, and tummy tuck. How exciting. So why wouldn't they repeat the same pattern? Sure. Um, she said they had no idea that they were performing on her and not some other woman. They did this without her consent, obviously. She yeah. had no idea what was happening because, you know, she was Un drugged the fuck up. Unconscious, yes. Yeah. Um, she was admitted to the hospital two weeks later after the wounds beneath beneath her breast became infected oh. and blood clots were found in her lungs and her <gasps> legs. Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, I hope they got it. I hope they got bent the fuck over. 
So Tiffany Mills, 29, okay? Don't forget that. Oh, does she die? Is that why you're saying that? Had, like I said, the tummy tuck, the liposuction, and the breast enlargement when she went for a reduction. Um, she had said that the tummy tuck was so, so painful. She because there wasn't anything to tuck, man. She said there was no extra skin to pull that she could not stand up straight. Oh. It was so tight. She could not stand up straight. What absolute fucking moron does that? She said that they had pulled the skin so tight and they caused a lot of scar tissue. She was not able to stand up. Her belly button looked like a coin slot, like I had said. Yes. So she goes on to say, I nearly died because the incisions were ripping open and those open wounds led to infections and blood clots. She was alternating between two intravenous anti antibiotics because the infection was so severe that her doctor was worried that she was going to go septic. Oh my God. <laughs> How do you botch that fucking bad? You she, have to be absolute fucking garbage. You too absolutely do. She spent four days in the hospital and the following two months on antibiotics. I don't know if you've ever been prescribed antibiotics. I have. But they're prescribed for like seven to 10 days. At the most. She spent two months on antibiotics. And that's so bad for your like guts and stuff. Um, apparently, she had been struggling to get her life back on track. No shit. If you don't recall, they had saved up for the $8,000 surgery. In order for this to happen. And due to financial, physical, and psychological toll of the botched surgery that had taken place, she couldn't work. And because of that, they had even less money lawsuit. coming in. That's a lawsuit. She said that she managed to dispute the surgery charge with her bank. So she got her 8,000 back. Oh, she could get a whole lot. Hold on. She got the 8,000 back. Then she contacted the clinic and they fought it. They were claiming- they did. They were claiming that she received all three procedures that she asked for. All three? <laughs> she asked for three now? She apparently, she said that she's still recovering. She just had her second surgery. This is in February of 2022, her second surgery to correct part of the problem that this clinic had caused. And she has not been able to work because she is literally, once she recovers from one surgery, she's into the next. Yes. Because that's how desperate her body is for that's correction. Right. She needs more moving forward. This is February 2022. She needs more moving forward. Um, she said that she just had surgery on her lower abdomen to fix her tummy tuck. Um, and she said that the man who took over her wound care offered to do scar revision under her breasts because the scars were apparently very, very bad. Oh my God. She had apparently declined because she's now traumatized of being under the knife. She said she was too terrified to have her boobs fixed. To trust anybody. That she will just accept what she has. Oh my God. Uh, now this news that had posted this had apparently contacted the, sur the surgeons for comment, uh, but they failed to provide a response. Yeah. The lawsuit is ongoing. Good. <laughs> I hope they yeah. get taken for everything they have. Yeah. Really bad. I hope you're bankrupt after <laughs> really something bad. that bad. My God. I know. How do you fuck up someone's body that bad when you're not even operating on internal organs? You go in for a breast reduction. You come out with bigger boobies, liposuction, and a tummy tuck. So little skin so you tight cannot stand that up that you straight. cannot straighten your spine. 
Absolutely not. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, also in 2022, we are moving on to the third and final story. Okay. Now, Danny kept this one for last. I do recall she said, actually, do this one last because it's the worst one. Oh, no. Worst, like, you know, of terribleness. I understand. Not of not of story quality. Got it. Okay. Emmeline Nguyen. Okay. Now, I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce. Is it N-G-U-Y-E-N? Yeah. Yeah. I, I always assumed it was Nguyen, but... I've, I've heard know. it's pronounced Nguyen. Nguyen. But I dated a girl with this exact last name, and she said it was Nguyen. Yeah. So I've just stuck with that. I used to work for a phone service. Yeah. And I saw that last name and didn't know how to pronounce it. And when I asked the lady, I was like, I'm so sorry, I'm going to try to pronounce your last name. She had a tone in her voice, like, if you don't, I'm hanging up. <laughs> and so I was like, is it Nguyen? And she was like, yeah, it is. And I was able to actually have a conversation with her. Great. So I think it's right for some people, at least. Like I said, I dated a girl. Her parents were both like fucking Korean or some shit. She was Korean and they pronounced it Nguyen. Uh-huh. They were rich as fuck, by the way. Yeah, I should have married that girl. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so Emma Lynn. Nguyen. Nguyen turned 18 years old and... You know, stereotypically, Asians have small boobies. Stereotypically, that's true. Not always, but Emma Lynn was in the small boobie stereotype. She wanted bigger boobies. She was in the ma- in the majority. In the majority. She wanted bigger boobies. So she went to the Colorado Aesthetic and Plastic Surgery. That was the company. So the and place she, no one will ever go after hearing this After story. hearing this story, I hope you don't go here. Actually, it's probably doesn't exist anymore you'll hear why so she went for a breast augmentation uh-huh. meaning a an enlargement yes okay this is august of 2019 okay the story was that i'm reading you was updated and published in february of 2022 yes the surgery took place august 2019 That's so when we moved here isn't it it is actually that exact month yes. and year yeah fun fact yeah so here meaning texas here meaning tyler you. texas yeah. yeah east texas holler <laughs> at your boy, um, she suffered, uh, Emma Lynn did, a cardiac arrest. Heart attack? Some sort of heart attack after being administered anesthesia. Okay. Now, the county had stated so. The county's, like, sheriff's department had stated this. Now, afterwards, she fell into a coma. After the cardiac arrest. After the surgery. After the surgery, not the arrest. Not the arrest, the surgery. So this left her in a vegetative state. Her family filed a lawsuit that year, 2019. Yeah, that sounds pretty other than typical. Yeah, it does. Especially because 14 months later, she died. (gasps) 14 months? She was in a coma for over a year? She was in a coma for 14 months until she died in October of 2020. Oh my God. The, her local sheriff's department announced that an arrest warrant for Dr. Jeffrey Kim was obtained in her death, quote, after a lengthy criminal investigation. (gasps) He murdered her? I don't know if you know this, but normally when doctors botch things, they get sued. They don't get arrested. They don't get charges. (laughs) It's sued for malpractice. He was charged, Dr. Kim was charged with first degree aggravated assault. First degree aggravated assault and criminally negligent homicide. No. (laughs) Yeah. Evil doctor. He had turned himself into authorities accompanied by his attorney. He was booked and quickly released on bond. Okay. Ugh. Which is, you know, whatever. Sure. He had the money to go in on bond. Fine. He, he's still fucked. Yeah. Like legally. Yeah. Anyway, um, Rex Meeker, a nurse anesthetist. <laughs> anesthetist? Yep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> was also charged 
with manslaughter and had a warrant for his arrest. Yikes. I know what you're thinking. This literally does not happen. Doctors do not get warrants for fucked up surgeries. No, these are not crimes. They get sued and they have liability insurance that covers them. They get sued for not being careful enough. Correct. Not for actual planned crimes. So why have a doctor and a nurse both- Anesthetist. Anesthetist. Both been charged with these, I mean, high felonies. Because she was fucking the doctor and he found out she was married or cheating on him or something? Interesting theory. Let's learn. <laughs> so the uh, <laughs> the sheriff's department had said that they had opened the criminal case in August of 2019. So right when she died, they opened the case. Okay. And it took more than two years for them to complete their investigation. All right. This involved dozens of interviews and search warrants. Wow. This is sounding very bad. It's, yeah, it's sounding worse as we go. Dr. Kim and Nurse Weaker, Meeker, sorry. Anesthetist Weaker? (laughs) Anesthetist Meeker (laughs) allegedly left young Emily Nguyen, quote, unobserved for 15 minutes after putting her under anesthesia during her procedure. Her parents said this is contrary to medical best practice and according to the negligence lawsuit filed by her parents. So they are stating like straight up by the book medical practice shit in their lawsuit, which helps their case. You put someone under and then walked away from them. For 15 minutes. 15 (sighs) minutes. There was no one in that room. I don't know anything about anesthesia or surgery. Is it really that bad? Some people have bad effects to it. But no, I know that. I know that. But why walk away at all? For what reason? What was that? You never find out? I don't know. Maybe they wanted to go have lunch. They just, what, like, let's visit the vending machine? Jessica, these files were charged in February of 2022. This is, literally has not hit court yet. Meaning there no ha- one have has not, facts. trial hasn't actually begun. No facts have been made public. <sighs> other than the ones that I'm reading you right now. So, during the doctor and nurse's absence, something, you Anesthetist. know- the anesthetist, something went wrong with the anesthesia. No kidding. She was found, Emily Nguyen, with her lips and face turned blue and the discoloration spreading across her entire body. Did they over anesthetize her? I don't know. I feel like that's something that should have easily been spotted, right? Because you would have been in the room observing. Yes. Not gone taking a smoke break for 15 minutes. Anyway. So, Emily Nguyen suffered cardiac arrest twice Ugh. while they saw it. She actually had to be resuscitated. So, the doctors resuscitated her, but then continued on with the surgery. And they waited five hours to call 911 for the emergency ambulance to show up to pick her up and take her to the hospital. Five hours? They had to complete their surgery, Jessica. They were paid for a job. They were going to finish it. They were going to no see it No thought at all. No thought at all. I hope you got sued for everything you're worth. As a result, uh, Nguyen was left in, quote, a permanent semi-conscious state. She had brain of severe brain injury and required round-the-clock care, um, including a permanent feeding tube. She w- They turned her into a vegetable? They turned her into a vegetable with... In the middle, because of a breast augmentation? They turned her into a vegetable with bigger boobies. <sighs> She died. That's really bad. (laughs) 
Like you really had to fuck it up as far I have, as I know. I've never heard of a botched breast implant leading to death. Leading to death. I've heard of terrible implant but surgeries. That's another thing though. Not just a weird reaction to anesthesia that no one could predict. Or like it happens. Of course it does. It, it does. Sure. It happens. Of course it does. Which is why you should be observed at all moments. At all times. Yes. Yes. You know, not hey, do you want peanuts? <laughs> hey man, do you want I bought this this is a new video game on my Switch. You want to go play? <laughs> like, it's that's bad. That's pretty bad. So hopefully our listeners will uh, find out the terrible atrocities that went down in, in the news as it's coming out. And will let us know because I will forget this story ever happened uh, in the next two hours. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty fast. Yeah, it's really quick. We look up a lot of stories, though, honestly. Yeah. It's kind of like a game of who can shock the other the most. You, I bet you didn't expect to be shocked with botched of surgeries. Of course I didn't. I Well, I expected to be shocked differently. I didn't think I would hear of someone dying from something that I've imagined to be so simple. But did you think about a woman having her implants falling out? No. Did you think about a woman going for reduction and receiving a, an implant? And liposuction and a tummy tuck? I didn't think about any of that. Did you think about an 18-year-old girl dying? No. I thought you were going to tell me about someone ending up with, like, a nipple pointing, you know, southwest and the other nipple pointing northeast or something. <laughs> no, that'd be <laughs> hilarious, though. Um, I actually, I, I know someone who is getting a breast surgery okay. soon. And I think I know who it is. I've but. tried to convince said person uh-huh. to buy new nipples. <laughs> <laughs> um, she has not been inclined, but I, I am not admitting defeat as of yet. Is that because you've seen her nipples? I have not seen her nipples. Why would you say she should get new nipples then? Because you can. You right. get a whole you get a whole catalog of nipples that but you can choose from. What's that got to do with the size of her breasts? I don't care about the size of the breasts. But she clearly does. But what if she had heart nipples or star nipples? Are those a thing? That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing, Jessica. Oh, that's kind of funny. Right? Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> I could live my AI generated dreams. <laughs> yeah, I've I've tried heavily to convince. I don't think I'm winning. So Okay. I'll have yeah. to I'll have to give it a try. It is what it is. But maybe when you get your breasts either enlarged or reduced, depending, you can choose new nipples because you can buy the, They have to cut your nipples off. Oh, well, of course they do. So they can reshape them however you want. Yeah. They have to start including fresh. stars or hearts. Yeah. 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 You can have mustache nipples if you really wanted them. I mean, you're <laughs> tempting me. <laughs> I mean, Jessica, anyone can do anything with your nipples. I want middle finger nipples. <gasps> That's badass. <laughs> You should do it. Yes, do it. I will. I won't. No, because you're not going to get your boobies enlarged in or reduced. I don't trust doctors that much. I'll get surgery as little as possible. My Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't trust any of those motherfuckers. Nope. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, the the heaviest procedure I plan on like getting for myself that isn't necessity surgery. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. um, is like laser hair removal or something. You're not, it's not invasive. You're not opening up my body. Yeah. No, listen, for these stories, by the way, I made my Google search and then I scrolled and scrolled and scrolled. Next page, scrolled and scrolled. These were from like the third, seventh and like 12th page of Google. Botched booby surgeries are immense. So much. So far, what I have seen 
odds are you're it's going to be botched when you get your boobies you worked know, on especially when you're lurking you're looking on DuckDuckGo and not like google yeah Oh, you see terrible things. I, no. I hate searching things on DuckDuckGo. Well, because they don't, like, there's no censorship. I have it's my safe like search there. turned off, and it's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, well, the last, well, the first episode when I was looking up, like, people who shove things into their asses. Did I you get a lot of porn? I cannot, no, 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 no. I can't even tell you, like, how many, like, prolapsed anuses <gasps> I saw. Aren't those disgusting, though? Disgusting. Yeah, like our friend Luke. Bright red, who's boiled tomato assholes coming out of people's backsides. Yeah. yeah, who's been on the show, Luke? He has shown me. He'll literally be like, hey, Jake, look at this prolapsed <laughs> anus. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> Dude, I've seen prolapsed anuses literally bigger than boobies. I actually was recommended porn, though, in a DuckDuckGo search this time around because I didn't know what I wanted necessarily. Okay. And so when I'm not sure what I want, I just kind of start typing in words that could be interesting. Uh, I look for keywords. I typed in revenge boob because I just wanted to, I just wanted to see what happened. Yeah. What's going to pop up. No, that's great. And it was like one erotic novel and then like six porno videos. (laughs) And I was like, Oh, that's not what I'm looking for. (laughs) No, but revenge boob. I like that. You should have done the keyword search. Which is, I think you put quotes around revenge and then quotes around boob. Uh-huh. And it will only show you articles that have the words revenge and boob in them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. That's how I find all my topics. I literally just do keyword searches for like random word the topic plus random words. And I find great shit. Oh, yeah. Every time. Yep. Well, Jessica, I guess it's time for the break, you know? Well, yeah. Go ahead. Here we go. Adios. Start the music. So I started playing God of War Ragnarok. There's no Raga. Yeah, it's Rag just, Ragnarok. No, it's just Ragnarok. You would know all about rags, wouldn't you? I know a lot about it. <laughs> anyway, um, non-spoiler review. Okay. So far where I'm at, which is probably like a third of right. the game. Um, it's awesome. Uh-huh. The opening, the first like two or three hours. Okay. Way too many cutscenes. Oh. You feel like you're not even playing the game. Because like, there's like barely any. Far too many cutscenes. Okay. Um, also, you meet Thor and Odin. That's kind of cool. Thor, badass. Okay. Awesome. Right. Awesome. They could not have done Thor a better fucking way. I saw how thick he was. I was like, oh, ooh. The thickest. Thick the boy. The thickest boy. Uh, Odin, kind of lame. Aw. I was really let down. Not a bummer. When they like introduce, because they introduce him in such like a badass way and then you see him and you're like, oh, that's Odin. You're the guy. It'd be like if, uh, you know, they were making a Norse mythology movie and they casted fucking John Malkovich to play Odin. Oof. Like tall, lanky man. I would understand a little more lanky. It was just not uh, not cool. Not intimidating. No. I was very let down by meeting Odin. Man. Yeah. It was a bummer, and I'm sure Terry will tell you in like two and a half years when the game comes out on PC <laughs> and he can play it. Uh huh. I'm sure he'll tell you the same thing. Probably. Uh, yeah. But until then, uh, PlayStation rules. So you know. Although I only have a PS4, I don't have a PS5. I'm not that rich. You're a fucking poor. Yeah, we need more pat- patrons for me to afford a PS5. <laughs> Breast. Soft, round. Yeah, jiggly, 
boobies. That's what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Some boobies. Mm-hmm. Could Mal- be, but it could be like chicken breasts. You think? I mean, maybe. Maybe it is. Maybe like a breastplate. Like maybe like we're getting medieval. But see, the breastplate is to protect something very precious, soft, oh. warm, uh-huh. malleable. Whoa. Comfortable in your hand. Mm-hmm. You know who makes products that make my hand really comfortable? Who? Our sponsors. That's right. Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. We'd like to thank Tilted Tinker, Woodcraft, and Wizardry. They are a company that makes woodcraft products. Like plaques with all sorts of hilarious sayings and coasters with sarcastic twists. All of that dry humor is mixed in with Dungeons and Dragons accessories like dice towers, dice dungeons, and DM screens. Everything is made here in the USA. Yes, a family-owned business. They use American wood in American hands. Nice. (laughs) They personally create all of their merchandise. Yes, they are close friends of ours, but that's the most that we'll say. It could be anyone, but they're fantastic. They are. They are fantastic, and it really could be anyone at all. We own many of their products. That's true. All of them are of great quality. The greatest. You can visit their website at TiltedTinker.com. Reach out to them at info at TiltedTinker.com. They are Tilted Tinker on all their social medias. That's Tilted, T-I-N-K-E-R. You should go and buy something from their website because they're awesome. And they love us just like we love you. Have you talked to Ricky? About? Just have you talked to him? Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, right? He's a friend. Yes. Hey, doesn't Ricky have a daughter? Yeah. Yeah. Um, was that the daughter that had a birthday, what was it, today? Um, sure. Oh, interesting. Because I had heard that um, she wanted us all to go to their property. Yeah. Right? Out in East Texas to shoot off fireworks and stuff for her birthday. Cool. And then Ricky had told her that me and you, right, Jake and Jess, would be recording. Yeah. And we were going to be busy. Yes. And I recall. Yeah, I know where you're going with something. This. I believe she had said she. Yes. Yes. OK. She made a horse joke. She did. She did. This 12 year old girl said, oh, it's fine. We already have horses on the property. Yes. And they do. It's OK that Aunt Jess won't be there. We already have two horses on the property. Yeah. Ha 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 ha. ha, ha. Very funny. We're back from the break. Yeah, that's it. It's all over. We've broken. We've, bro- we've broken the break. I'm going to spin it. Go ahead and spin it. I'm going to spin the wheel. All right. It's kind of a long one, but a fun one. Ready? Okay. With the snap of your fingers, you can make one mall franchise store go bankrupt. Who do you choose? Mall franchise. Mall stores. franchise. So think like... Not like those like local like boutique stores that are in the mall. Okay. Right. Like not like like the local like clothing store. Not or the, the local like prom dress store. You mean like like chains? The, the chains, the franchises. Okay. You know, okay. I don't want to name them because I don't want to give you ideas. Sure. But I'm sure you have ideas. Okay. Like think about a store that sells bras, or a store that sells teddy bears, or a store that sells fucking rock band t-shirts or whatever okay think of those stores 
and decide for yourself who you are going to make go bankrupt. Oh, tough. Not just close them. You're not just closing them and allowing them to move their money into another franchise. You are making the whole company go bankrupt. Mm. I feel like you're you're thinking about this a lot. I, I, I don't have a particular hatred. I have any my, just, You franchise. need to have hatred. It could be out of spite or pettiness. Well, sure, but if you're giving them bankruptcy, you don't want to pick humor. one that you like. And I can only think of ones I feel nothing about or things that I like. Oh, I guess. Well, what do you think? Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret is going to go bankrupt at the snap of my finger and vice versa in the same scenario at the snap of my finger, pink also goes bankrupt because they're owned by the same company. So why did I choose Victoria's Secret? Because it'd be hilarious. How many women rely on Victoria's Secret for their bras and underwear? I don't know of anyone who does. Oh my God, so many, Jessica. A lot of people do. Oh, wow. A lot of people do, uh, which is why it's so funny because then they have to find, they, they literally hold Victoria's Secret to be like the standard, like the best of the best. It's really not. I'm like, no, dude, that shit stinks. It stinks. Yeah, I don't like the smell of Victoria's Secret's oh, wow. bras. I mean, I, I haven't paid attention at all to well, the you, smell. Well, you haven't been, you know. I've been there before. A lesbian or whatnot. Um, <laughs> Smelling people's bras. Yeah. I mean, I've been there shopping before. Yeah, no, their bras smell like shit. Even multiple washes smell like shit. Okay. I mean, I'm not, unlike you, I'm not burying my nose in women's bras. I, I do bury my nose in some tits here and there. Yeah, I've got my uh, own tits. More specifically, my wife's. I don't have the flexibility in my neck to bury my nose in my own Look, tits. Look, I've smelled my wife's, actually. Victoria's Secret boobies. Yeah. And her Walmart boobies. Okay. Walmart boobies. Smell better. Smell far better okay. than Victoria's Secret boobies. It's gross. I don't, I, they use, it's nasty. I understand, right? They feel like they're more quality. Okay. I've heard that they last a lot longer. Yeah. But fuck them. They smell and they're gross and they put anorexic women with giant titties to model for them. I mean, they're, they are anorexic, but they do just happen to have really big titties. Yeah. They're an anorexic women with giant titties. It's true. Oh, and very big butts. And I do. I do enjoy looking at that. Sometimes. Not all of them. Only the ones they, only like, the ones that are in the store. from behind. Yeah. Yeah. No, those are nice. They, they have like the angel wings and the big old, the big old booties. They carefully select them. Yeah. It's a nice. Yeah. They do. The, uh, the pictures look very nice. Specifically, the the black women that are the Victoria's Secret models. They look very nice. They got the big booties. Big old butts. With their angel wings. Uh-huh. Big old lips. Big old mm -hmm. butts. Love them. Gotta have them. Yeah. So what about you? What uh, what mall franchise are you making go so bankrupt? I've, I've thought about it. I've contemplated. And I think I'm going to get rid of uh, Wahoo's Fish Tacos. Oh, they're already going under. Name another one. Oh, but but they're not yet. No, they're, they're close to it. <laughs> okay. You would just be putting the last nail in the coffin, honestly. Okay. If, you, if that's what you want to do, Jess. I mean. You could do that. I'm, you're kind of implying that I can't. I'm, so I'm implying it's it. It's fine. I'll just move I? on. Yeah, maybe you should listen. I guess. Um, okay. Mall franchise. Um, you know what? What? I'd get rid of C's candy. Oh, that's good. There's just like so much hype and like it doesn't fulfill that promise. How does that tiny little store that's always empty have six employees working at the same time? I just, I, I don't trust it. Yeah. I don't, um, it's a front probably. I just, it, like the candy is good enough, like all by itself, but the hype before you get there does not proportionately add up. No, it's Like people lame. hype it up like crazy and then you get there and you're like, look, it's fine. It's not bad. Like I enjoy it. It's just, it, it's not as good as you're making it sound. No. And no, like I the, the lollipops you. are the best part. They are the best and part. And they're really not that 
like mind blowing. No, I'd take a I'd take a Tootsie Roll lollipop over a C's candy lollipop any day. Yeah. And the C's candy like brownies and cookies, boo. Yeah, gross. Bad. No, but honestly, now that I say it out loud, those that store is always empty. And yet always but they running. Always have four to six employees standing around those counters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's something fishy going on over mm. there. It's a front. Maybe the Mexican cartel. Maybe. Owns it. Well, that's my answer. C's candy. I love it. Fuck them. That's what I say. Good. Fuck you, C's. Yeah. C's don't get degrees in this mall. (laughs) Terrible. (laughs) That was really bad. (laughs) Leave it in though. Don't cut it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. I think we're moving on to my story. We are. So remember, Jessica, I don't know if you recall, we are talking about breast. I do recall that. So... I mean, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for the breast. Are you sure? I don't know. You made me kind of fearful of the breast story. Why? What do you mean? You you used adjectives that make me fearful when that, describing your stories. That may be for the best. Yeah. Because uh, there's a reason we decided that you would go first, Jacob. Yours, even though they were fucking awful, were the funnier stories. So yours are that funny. This is just one big story. We only got one story. It's one. And it's going to take me the whole time to tell it. Okay. That makes me scared. Why? Because if I would have chosen one story about a botched fucking surgery. It would have had to be pretty bad. I mean, dude, children would have had to die or something in order to make that botched story so interesting. Right. So what the fuck are you talking about? Wayne Ford. Wayne Ford was born December 3rd, 1961 in Petaluma, California. I've never heard of Petaluma. Yeah, no, neither have I. From California, and I've never heard of that before. Either way, he was born there. He was the second son of an American father whose name was Calvin Eugene Ford and a German immigrant mother whose name was Bridget. Bridget? Bridget. Bridget. Yes, yeah. He was the youngest of two boys. His parents divorced when he was 10 years old after a supposedly turbulent marriage. Okay. I can only assume that means like a lot of arguing and stuff. Uh, By turbulent, my mind went to turbulence. A song by uh, Lil John. We hit turbulence. You know. No, I got you. Yeah. Um, I have a feeling Lil John had nothing to do with this. <laughs> okay. Anyway, after their <laughs> after their divorce, um, I guess uh, Wayne's mother wasn't in the picture for like six years or so. She decided to travel the world. Lil she, Wayne? Nope. He was Lil Wayne, wasn't he? No, this was he was little at the time. Yeah. <laughs> 10 years old. <laughs> Sounds like a little Wayne to me. He's little, not little. <laughs> oh, he there's wasn't a diff- little. There's he a difference. was little yeah. Wayne. Okay. Yes, there is a difference. So uh, she decided to travel the world. I can only assume like that kind of meant to me like she was going to go, you know, sow her wild oats. She's about to go get some fucking foreign cock. European strange. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, well, you know, well, whatever. More power to her. It sounds like she wasn't happy in her marriage. She did, however leave her two sons behind with her husband. Um, and I guess Wayne and his brother Rodney did not get along with their father super well. Okay. But they did they did okay, I guess. I don't I didn't really see a whole, whole lot about that, bad or good. Wayne ended up dropping out of high school just prior to graduating based off of what I read in order to enlist in the U.S. Marine Corps. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a patriot. He, I guess he was. But November 1980... Just a year after his enlistment, he was hit by a drunk driver. Oh, damn. Yes, this caused a pretty severe head injury, left him in a coma for nine days. Was this pre-enlistment? This was post. 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 
Like he was serving or he had served? He had served a whole year before this happened. So this is during his enlistment? Yes. That fucking sucks. This motherfucker just got through boot camp and yeah. just got through the shittiest fucking year of his life. He did, yeah. And you fucking hit him. Yeah, he was dating somebody, possibly, if not married, then engaged at this time. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but... Anyway, according to his relatives and the woman he was with at this time, his personality drastically changed after this this accident. After he got hit? So yeah. he, he lived? He did live. Yeah, okay. he was okay. Well, he was alive, but according to his family and stuff, much less okay than he was. Okay. Even so, he went on to serve in the Marine Corps as a chemical and biological specialist. He did marry his first wife, Kelly, in 1981. That's a year after the accident. So he's got, he's got smarts. Uh, I guess so. It was like, he's not just a grunt. He like, must. He's doing math and shit. Maybe. Okay. Not long after his wedding with Kelly, Wayne became increasingly demanding and obsessive, mm -hmm. abusive towards her. The same year, she became pregnant. Okay. And he either forced or at the very least insisted on her getting an abortion. Oh my God. Yes. Um. Despite them being married, he was not prepared for this. She didn't take to that too well, and she asked for a divorce sometime in 1983. Good for her. Yeah. Wayne was very furious about this. He did not agree with them splitting up and grew even more erratic after Kelly left. He began to stalk her for a time. Mm -hmm. He eventually was honorably discharged from the Marines due to mental issues in 1885. Okay. 1985, sorry. We're adding up. And we'll come back to those mental issues, exactly what those are later sure. on. Sure. Either way, um, that was 1985, his honorable discharge. He was accused of assaulting, robbing, and biting at the breasts of a sex worker in Garden Grove, California in 1986. That's just the next year. The ne he's, say again, biting? Assaulting, robbing, snatching the purse, I mean, and biting at the breasts of a sex worker in Garden Grove. Jesus was, this Christ. Was, this was accused. He didn't do jail time for it. Right. I mean, that's a that's a heavy accusation. A heavy accusation. And I, from what I read, there was like a, an issue with evidence supporting all of that stuff. But sure. he was accused of it. It didn't amount to anything, but still. He was, however, arrested and given jail time the year after that. Well, four years after that, for animal cruelty after shooting and killing a dog in his backyard in 1990. I mean, do we have context for it? Apparently. I mean... I was like, no, like, you and I do not have context. I tried. I tried looking into look, it. If They're my just... if my dog's dying and I have the capability of shooting it in the backyard, I would have done that. It sounds like based off of the jail time and stuff, and him pleading guilty to something, which he did, that it wasn't like my dog needs to be put out of its misery. It okay. sounds like maybe a neighbor was annoying me and I brought their dog into my yard or something. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of funny. <laughs> terrible. It, but, pretty terrible. <laughs> but, but kind of funny. Anyway, like I said, he received a very brief jail sentence. Okay. In 1994, that's four years after that, he began dating Elizabeth. Ah. Uh, a 19-year-old girl. Oh. Whom he met while briefly working at a karaoke bar as a singer. Okay, number one, that's badass. You're a singer? At a karaoke bar. At a karaoke bar. bar and you're getting paid for it? He was. That's dope. After a very brief courtship, they married. Oh, good for them. Only to divorce sometime the next year, oh, 1995. Dang. Did he try to bite her titties? Elizabeth described how Wayne soon developed, quote, weird sexual habits. 
unquote. Titty biting? He demanded that she have sex with other men in front of him. Oh, oh. And, and delighted in poking and prodding her nipples with safety pen. Mm. Mm. She wasn't super down, but she did get pregnant very quickly. Um, this man's seed is strong. He must have <laughs> I mean, just very strong seed. It's potent. Yeah. So she got pregnant very quickly into their marriage. And five months into that pregnancy, Wayne flew off the hand. Ah. Just lost it. So they get into this really nasty argument one night. And it concludes after Wayne beat her, Ugh. choked her with his belt, Oops. and then raped her and left. Oh, shit. Yes. Elizabeth obviously fled. We went from bad to absolutely fucking terrible. Yeah, no, pretty rough. Pretty rough. Elizabeth obviously fled after that. He left her alone in their apartment Jesus. and she just took off after that. Yeah. That makes sense. Run, Elizabeth. Yeah. Jesus Christ. However, despite that, she did not report him to the police and they carried on a sort of toxic on again, off again sort of relationship. What a pussy. Eventually, she did file for a divorce and ended things for good, caring for their son on her own. Now we're going to fast forward, Jacob. She should have pressed charges, I'm assuming. She should have, but she never did. Yeah. That never happened. But if we, you are a loved one, are being <laughs> affected by sexual abuse, report them. Or physical abuse. Or physical abuse. Report them. They matter not. They mean nothing to this world. Report them. Get them arrested. Shit. Get them killed in prison. No one cares. I mean, some people do. No. Get rid of them. The world would be better without them. If I may move on. No, of course. Yeah. We're fast forwarding now to 19 November 1998. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. We're jumping a little bit ahead. Oh, yes. As far three, as my, three, my calculations. Three years ahead, yes. Okay. Wayne, the morning of November 3rd, 1998, walks into Humboldt County Sheriff's Department in Eureka, California, in tears. Uh, that's why we don't recognize him. Eureka is like far north as fuck. It's basically Oregon. Right. He's accompanied by his brother, Rodney. You recall Rodney. I do. And he tells the sheriffs that he is responsible for several gruesome murders. Whoa. He describes these murders in detail. And after hearing his story, the officers do not believe his testimony and demand that he prove it somehow with evidence. To which Wayne responds by reaching into a jacket pocket and producing a bloody bag with a woman's severed breast inside. Oh, what? Yes. Now we're taking it all the way back to 1983. The year Kelly, his first wife, divorced him. She bit his fucking tit off? No. Beginning in 1983, his uh, psychological issues oh, became, shit. Yeah. became an escalating problem. He was beginning to decline very severely at this time. And apparently it was so bad it necessitated several hospitalizations. And okay. I don't mean medical hospital, I mean psychological hospital. Right. It happens. Yes. Kelly, later, after all of this, started stated that he had started to exhibit darker sexual behaviors such as forcing her to engage in S&M activities and tying her up in what she called agonizing positions. Oh, I was like, that sounded hot at first, but agonizing, that's not hot. Yeah. That's just gross. He wanted Kelly to wear a sheet over her whole body with only her breasts exposed <laughs> and proposed making wax models of them. Um, Whatever it was, he did. Kelly was frightened by him. So he was a boob dude through and through. Oh, yeah. She told her therapist about all of this, that she found him to be very violent, that she was frightened of him, and her therapist convinced her to ask for a divorce. That is why that happened. Now, after that, before he met Elizabeth, 
Wayne's superiors recommended that he be psychologically evaluated at a mental health clinic. Oh shit, he was still in the Marine Corps. He was. They hoped that his problems were only a temporary effect of his divorce from Kelly and that time would even out his temperament, yet they would be proved wrong. Physicians found that Wayne suffered from depression and alcohol abuse, and they also worried for um, his well-being. I guess he had suicidal tendencies. Consequently, he was transferred to the Naval Hospital in Long Beach's psychiatric ward. The Naval Hospital in Long Beach, the psychiatric ward there. Okay. Where he underwent counseling as well as drug therapy, although I thought it was just alcohol, but that's fine. I think I think that means they 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 gave prescribed him drugs. drugs. They prescribed them. Yes. I assumed it was like rehabilitation, and I was like, I thought that was different, but that's fine. No, I'm assuming they prescribed fucking Lexapro and fucking gabapentin and shit, shit to calm your your shit down, <laughs> so you can regulate. Yeah. Yeah. Well. After Wayne began to show signs of recovery there, that's when he was discharged and just reassigned to duty, hoping that he was all good. Shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> the Marine Corps just, just whipped just him back in. Hope you're good. You seem okay to us. <laughs> okay. And in the summer of 1984, he was sent on assignment to Okinawa. That's Japan. That's dope. Uh-huh. Okinawa's cool as fuck. Approximately one month after he arrived there, his mental issues greatly escalated. After being reprimanded by a commanding officer for failing some sort of inspection, Wayne became very upset, very confrontational. Um, Wayne's medical records indicated that he was later found in the corner of his barracks, huddled in the fetal position, refusing to talk. He was promptly admitted to a medical facility. There was obviously a yeah. history of him being a kind of loony. Yeah, that doesn't sound very good. No, 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 not super good. While he was back in the mental institution, the naval one, he became physically violent toward doctors. Eventually, he just stormed out of the hospital. Okay. He was later apprehended because oh. he was not supposed to just leave it. Because he's still, he's still government property. Yeah, and he's considered, you know, crazy. He was involuntarily restrained and forced to return and undergo okay. treatment and uh, eventually was diagnosed with atypical psychosis due to his psychotic behavior. He was also Whoa. also diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, mm -hmm. which is marked by inappropriate bursts of anger. I was like, that, that sounds right. Frequent suicidal thoughts, irritability, depression. It's unclear if his behavior was a result of his brain injury from the accident he had. Right. The drunk driving accident where he was hit suffered some sort of traumatic head injury. I've actually done a research paper on this. Okay. On brain injuries leading to borderline personality disorder. Mm -hmm. um, it was inconclusive. Ah, so nothing. The research does not deny it, nor does it confirm it. That's frustrating. Very, my God. Well, and either way, this that did happen. There was notable change in his behavior afterwards yeah. from everyone who knew him closely. I believe it. And according to them, the person he became afterwards was nothing like the person they knew. Mm. So, after the baby was born, Elizabeth's baby. The first baby? baby? Elizabeth's baby. Was that the first? Uh, no, Kelly was his first wife. Okay, so the second baby. Yes. Okay. He convinced Kelly to get an abortion or forced her. Those, I think, were her words. Oh, shit. She actually followed through with that? Yes. Oh, my God. That's so sad. Did not have a baby with Kelly. Oh, that's so then sad. they divorced. Honestly, probably a bullet dodged for her. He sounds yeah. like He sounds like not great news. Elizabeth, however, did have a baby with him. Okay. 
Now, after this baby was born, a son, they named Max, uh, they supposedly struggled back and forth when it came to visitation. And it was just kind of a messy back and forth, like typical, the kind of thing you'd expect. Uh, a television divorce. But yeah. Less Arguing e- back and forth. Less exciting. Nothing but lawyers talking. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it sounds like. And eventually Elizabeth with, withheld his visitation rights completely. Ah. Yeah. Unfortunate. On October 26th, 1997. Oh. Going, this is back in time. Yeah. I was eight months old. A duck hunter was canoeing on the Ryan Slough near Eureka when he noticed an object in the mud that resembled a mannequin. It's never a mannequin. It wasn't. <laughs> you you never see mannequins in the mud. Nope. <laughs> They're not usually there. I've seen enough CSI to know. <laughs> when he approached the object, he realized it was the butchered remains of a woman ah. who was missing her head, her limbs, Whoa. and her breasts. That's why it looked like a mannequin. Right. Oh my God. God, all the limbs? All all four. Whoa. The hunter immediately contacted Humboldt County Police. Hell yeah. The situation was investigated. It turned out the woman had also been stabbed 30 or so times and had been sliced down the middle, almost completely disemboweled because of it. Oh my God. If I was this fisherman, dude, I would have pooped my pants. <laughs> my pants would have been full of poop. Maybe they were. There's absolutely no way. That would have terrified the fuck out of me. Terrifying. Um, so this woman's, what was what remained of her body was examined by a county coroner who determined that she was likely between the ages of 18 and 25. So she's very young. Yes. She had a dark complexion. It was believed, they just called her Jane Doe, obviously, sure. in this situation. But it was believed that she'd been dead for at least three or four days before she was discovered. Interesting. They were not able to identify her further than that. There's no identifiers. What do you do? There's no fingerprints, no fucking dentals, no At that point, facials. No blood you can really do anything. There's nothing. What, what? Blood tells you what? But it's all, I mean, that's just it. Like if. Back in, back that day, didn't, blood didn't oh, matter at all. Oh, I guess it was all. very early, wasn't it? Today, you can take the blood of a corpse and run it through fucking 23andMe and figure out who the fuck it is. Back then, that did not exist. I guess that's true. Well, they weren't able to identify her. No so. head, no fingers, you and no uh, tattoos. There are no identifiers on that Nothing. body. Yeah. So almost three months after this autopsy, her arm and her hand were found near a beach. Gross. But the body parts at that point, after three months, had been so deteriorated, it's not like they could run her fingerprints, you know? Sure. So even to this day, she remains Jane Doe only. And they to still this can't, day. they cannot figure out who she is. Is Elizabeth missing? No, she's not. Oh, thank God. February 1998, a few months later. Wayne begins working as a long haul truck driver, transporting lumber up and down the West Coast. Okay. If you recall, he'd confessed in... Um, a city that sounded familiar to my Southern Californian ass. In November 1998, that is when Wayne confessed to being responsible for four gruesome murders. What was the city? Eureka. No, you didn't say it was in Humboldt, Eureka. Humboldt, sorry. Humboldt County, but it was Eureka, California. Oh, okay. Yeah. So at this point, the person they called Torso Girl had been discovered, not identified. February 1998, Wayne begins his work as a long-haul truck driver. June 1998, another woman's body is found floating in the California aqueduct near the town of Buttonwillow. Uh-oh. She's identified as 26-year-old Tina Renee Gibbs, a woman from Tacoma, Tacoma, Washington, who'd been working as a prostitute in Vegas. 
in the months before she disappeared. Okay. Four months after that, September 25th, a woman's nude body is found lying on the roadside in an irrigation ditch off Interstate 5 near Lodi, California. Lodi, okay. She's identified as Lynette White, a 25-year-old woman from Fontana. She'd been last seen by her cousin on September 20th, five days prior, preparing to go to the grocery store to get milk for her baby. Mm, She disappeared. It was loved ones who reported her missing. And then October 28th, 1998, two security guards at the California Aqueduct, once again, were patrolling the area when one of the men noticed something they discovered was a woman's body bobbing in the water. An autopsy later revealed that the woman had undergone severe trauma prior to her death. There was evidence that she was bound, raped, hit on the head with a blunt object. Um, Moreover, her attacker somehow had broken her back, severed one of her breasts, and then strangled her. It was determined that the remains were those of Patricia Ann Temez, who went missing just the day before. And during a search of the area upstream from the aqueduct, police found items that were possibly linked to the murder, including a bloody towel, her clothes, a 22 caliber air pistol. They weren't able to locate her missing breast, nor did they have any clue who her murderer was, that is, until six days later, November 3rd, when Wayne walked in to the Humboldt County Sheriff's Department. And he whooped out her boob? And he pulled her boob out of his pocket in a plastic bag. Oh. So, apparently, after a day of drinking, November 2nd, that's the day before he confessed, he called his brother Rodney from a payphone, at the Ocean Grove Lodge in Trinidad, California, sobbing, begging him to come to the lodge as soon as he could, that he had something very important he wanted to tell him. Eventually, the following day, Wayne confessed that he had hurt some people, but who they were and how exactly he hurt them, he just kind of left unsaid. When he wouldn't share more than that, Rodney decided that if Wayne had hurt someone or, you know, multiple people, then it was necessary that he turn himself into authorities. And so he did. Okay. During interviews with police, Wayne revealed the location of some of the body parts of the unidentified woman who had been dubbed Torso Girl. A new serial killer law happened to be enacted somewhere around two months after Wayne's arrest, which allowed prosecutors the right to combine all of the murders into a single trial. Mm. So if they got a whole bunch of evidence that proved that the murders were related in you know, a serial killer type right. fashion, then they could do this type of thing rather than spend the next 20 years trying to get him charged for all four. Yeah. So what, the, what defines a serial killer? Is it more than three? I believe three, it has three to be. Or a, more? I think it's three or more. Yeah. Okay. Not positive, but I'm pretty sure. I don't, I, I'm basing all of this off of a mind hunter. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, because these murders were in different jurisdictions, they obviously wanted to take care of everything in a single trial so that it's not drug on. And then perhaps he's given a lighter sentence for it. Right. So despite Wayne's many confessions, they collected as much evidence as possible. A search of his trailer revealed a coffee can that was believed to have contained the breasts of Jane Doe. Ew! Which appeared to have been cooked first. <laughs> yes? He ate some cooked titties? Apparently. Almost six years after Wayne's arrest, the murder trial still had not begun. She's still Jane Doe. She is. She's Jane Doe even today. Ugh. Delays in the legal system, a deputy DA retiring... Obviously, arguments over whether Wayne's confessions were even admissible, etc., etc. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah. Anyway, he was found guilty 
in 2006. Okay. Of four counts. Four counts, there it is. First degree murder. Okay. And sentenced to death. Oh, shit. However, but in California, he's still alive. Even now. Yeah. He is still alive, sitting in San Quentin. And that is the story of the Long Haul Killer. Hey, that sounds familiar. Long Haul uh -huh. Killer. Yep. That sounds really familiar, that, actually. That is the story of how he got that name. He, most of his victims, not the first, but most of them, were um, women he met, I mean, soliciting sex in, like, parking lots and stuff. Trying to fuck truckers for money. Trying to fuck truckers. And that's how he grabbed well, them up. It's a respectable and... income. It's just a risky one. Yes. That's an understatement. Yeah. Dang. He's still alive, though? Yes, he is. Of course he is, dude. California sucks. I know. I know. If you're going to sentence someone to die, I get it giving them appeals, right? Because sometimes the justice system fucks up. Sure. Sometimes it happens. But there has to be a limit to that. But like, dude, once if your you're appeals found... are run out, like, what are you well, doing? Well, like, in a case like this specifically, if he appeals it and you're found guilty of four he... counts of first degree murder more than one time. But he confessed to it. Do you think he honestly appealed? He whipped out a tit. He whipped out a tit. <laughs> he pulled a tit out of his pocket. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It was a pocket tit. He fucking did it, man. What's the argument? Was he sane or not? No, probably not all all there. But sane look, enough look, to plan this out. I know he's an extreme, but I understand Charles Manson getting appeals because technically, technically. Charles Manson didn't do anything. Right. Technically. He orchestrated. He orchestrated for sure, but technically did nothing. Well, you know, that way you can prove. Yeah. Did nothing. But this guy fucking confessed to it, provided the evidence for it, and confessed to assumingly all four. Well, that's just There's it. no way that they could have pinned the Jane Doe on him unless he confessed to it. Before give, being given details as to how they died, he explained how he murdered them, and they were consistent with their injuries. Gross. The same with Torso Girl. They were like, how did you kill her? And he went into detail as to what he did, where he hid her body parts, told them what campsite to go and dig up. Ugh. And they found like six or seven parts of her body, including her thighs. Gross. You know, like her body parts were there exactly where he said. So he should be, he should be tortured <laughs> to find out if there are any more bodies, right? I mean, like, I don't am know. I, am, I, I, am I crazy? I don't know. I don't know about that. Because if you, how can you take his word if you just ask him if there are any other bodies? Like you can't. I don't know. It sounds like his defense tried going the not in sound of sound mind sort of route. Not They tried to blame the drunk driver not, for not, it all. Yeah, not guilty due to insanity type of thing because he had this long history of mental instability and stuff like that. Gross. And listen, maybe, maybe so. Maybe, but unfortunately the man still needs to die. I agree. It, it sucks, but it is what it is. You Your anger is so difficult for you to handle. You gotta go. That you can't. Stop yourself from murdering people. You cannot be a member, uh, a, a fitting member of society. When he cut the tit off of that one. Why are you cutting titties off? She was alive when he did it. You cut off a live titty? Yeah. Why? Because you're sick. Why would you do that? You're that's, sick. That's just You terrible. need to be put down. Cutting off a dead titty is wrong. <laughs> but a live titty? Yeah. That's horrible. Terrible. And honestly, fuck the legal system for taking six years just to begin the trial. Dude, don't make me start on the justice system here in the United States. Look, I think it is absolute garbage and so slow. But then you hear the one story, right? The outlier. That's like, I they really, were innocent I really the whole was time. innocent. And then you find out that it's true. And then you feel fucking sorry and guilty. And you're like, okay, well, everyone should have that chance. 
And so I understand why our justice system is so fucking stupid, but also like this man confessed and provided evidence. Like just fucking kill him. Just put a gun to his head and pull the trigger. <laughs> Charles Manson, whatever. Maybe he gets to live a little longer because you can't necessarily prove anything. Yeah. Whatever. But this guy, the titty cutter. Yeah. Dead. The long haul killer. The long haul. Oh, they also called him the remorseful killer because he cried. He <laughs> turned himself in crying about what happened. And so they were like, oh, he feels bad about it. Whatever. But then according to one, two articles I read out of like a bunch, um, only two of them claimed that his rampage was uh, caused by his ex-wife, Elizabeth. If you recall, that's the woman, the second wife. The second wife. She, that he had a son with. The one that the one that had the baby. Yes. He believed that she was withholding their son from him. And oh. uh, some article somewhere stated that he was afraid at that point after killing four women, taking out his rage on them, that eventually he would kill his ex-wife, Elizabeth. Said that the reason he was remorseful at all is because he realized that his actions- He was probably scared. Might lead to his son not having a mother, which is- really the true reason he was remorseful at all. I was like, dude, I don't know if that's redeeming or not. Like, that sounds terrible. It's really not. <laughs> like, you realized only after four women had died that you flew off the handle. And that you were totally going to murder your ex. <laughs> yeah. So you needed to stay away from her. Right. And turn yourself in. Call your apparently perfectly sane brother to convince you to go to the police or something. Whoa. It wasn't, it wasn't remorse over the woman, women he killed already. he's probably terrified. There's nothing wrong with crying because your life has been utterly fucked. You're right. Even if you did it yourself. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. I don't his, feel His crying is justified, but I don't pity it at all. Right. Like, no one is going to feel pity for you. No. Okay. Well, I'm glad we're on the same page. I don't have pity for him. Fuck this guy. Fuck the titty cutter. Well, the, that's, what, the it, long that's what I'm saying, though. Like, there's no... There's no, it's not like I'm without any mercy at all. I don't feel like my mercy though, is that you don't have to keep living. It's not hateful. It's you apparently are so out of your mind. You can't handle your own emotions and your way of coping is by torturing and murdering people. You need to be put down. Yeah. You got to be put down. You need to be euthanized quickly and swiftly. Yes. Yeah. To end your suffering and the suffering of others. That's how I see it. Yeah. Sorry, everybody. My voice is. Yeah, you got some, you got that shitty little, little crackly voice. I got that sexy. My sticky shoe. My sticky shoe. Yeah. My sticky, sticky shoe. Why you stick on me? <laughs> yeah, that's what you sound like. I know. I'm yeah. sorry. Is it because it's cold outside? It's a little chilly? No, it's not chilly at all. That's bullshit. <laughs> it got it, out of nowhere. It went from like one it night, it was like 11 degrees. 11 degrees to like. 70 degrees <laughs> yeah today was like 75 yeah like my fucking system can't handle it i'm constantly sick because the weather can't just pick a fucking lane yeah no texas likes to fucking fuck with you yeah it it's like oh you thought it was this false surprise like i mean you know how i always say every year there's a there's a fool's winter uh-huh it's when it gets really cold and then it gets hot again after yeah Texas this decides is, to make Fool's Winter into a game. And it's like, how many Fool's Winters are we going to have this year? Is it two? Is it four? I don't know. And they do it. And Texas says it constantly. Yeah. Just like we had um, before Snowmageddon down here yeah. in like Texas and stuff. There was like a quick little snow. Yeah, just a quick one. And it was enough to knock down a really weak branch in our front yard. And it took all our power out. You remember? I recall. I was annoyed as fuck. Yeah. And we were like, oh God, like 
this is the last of it probably <laughs> because everyone was like, oh yeah, no, snow like this doesn't happen out here. You know, hopefully that's the end of it. You probably won't have to see any more snow the rest of the year. Yeah, and then we got shit on for seven days in a row. <laughs> if not longer, like... In February, Jessica. Uh-huh. In mid-February, it was my birthday and we were snowed into the fucking house. Yes. I couldn't even door dash a fucking pazuki. <laughs> for your birthday. Yeah. It was all over. Yeah, it was rough. Um, but that's what Texas likes to do, you know. It keeps you on your toes. It does. It's great out here. It does. So exciting. Well, you know what, Jessica? What? I feel like you should go ahead and you should spin the last wheel. Okay. I will. Wow, look at this totally not pre-planned wheel spin. Oh my gosh, what has it fallen on or something? Name your petty New Year's resolution. My pet, oh, my petty New Year's resolution. A petty one. A petty New Year's Not like resolution. a, oh, my resolution is to lose 10 pounds. I want to be healthy. I want to be healthy. Oh, Whatever. I want to drink more water. You're, you've been be, trying all year to do that. Come bitch. on, nothing's going to happen. You were fat now. You're going to be fat next year. <laughs> okay. I feel like you've said that before. I, I must have. That's my strong opinion. <laughs> anyway. My petty. 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 This push. is a New Year's resolution that is petty. It's out of spite. Okay. Um. Uh. I want to rewatch The Walking Dead. Ugh. Why? I remember really liking it, but I, I've forgotten a lot of details because it's been several years. Why is it petty though? Petty? Well, because I could be... <laughs> choosing to do something better with my life than <laughs> <laughs> binge watch a show I've already watched before. <laughs> and instead I'm like, no, I want to rewatch it. I could be like taking a college course to like better myself or something. And, Ew. And that's what I'm saying. Instead of that, <laughs> instead of that, I'm like, I'm just going to binge watch this show I already saw on Netflix. Gross. That's a petty New Year's resolution. I it'd think be, it'd be petty if Terry fucking hated the walking. You that's know? not petty. That'd Is it? Wait, what do you mean? Like, what's petty about it? Because I'm like punishing him. Yeah, that'd be fun. It'd oh, be like making I could, Terry rewatch. Okay, I got it. What? By by your definition. Yeah. My petty resolution. Um, I'm gonna watch a lot of uh podcast around him. Oh, I love uh. You know, Terry thinks they're really funny, but just gets really uncomfortable around like drag queens or trans people. Dude, they're hilarious. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I love it. That is a that is a petty New Year's resolution. That's what I resolved to do. Yeah. Um, my petty New Year's resolution is to have a um clear, clean, smooth ass. Oh. Yeah. So Danny had this like like oh you get rid of my back knee like fucking spread or like spread <laughs> <laughs> like lotion or some shit. <laughs> okay. She has, she's got this body schmear. She got some schmear. Yeah. And so I put it on her back and then as a joke, I, I put it on my ass. Right. Cause I was like, oh, I got some acne on my ass, which I kind of do, honestly, if I'm being, if I'm okay. being real. Yeah. No, I and get so, a little, I get a little yeah, yeah, zit every now and then. And so I was putting it on my ass and, and Danny was like, oh my God, that's what my cousin uses it for. Why are you doing it? And I was like, dude, Danny, are you just scared that I'm going to become so powerful with a smooth ass. And I think she was. I you, think she was genuinely she terrified. She really was frightened of your power. That my power comes from your ass. Comes from my <laughs> comes from comes from the the smoothness of my ass. <laughs> and by making it smoother, I will be far 
too powerful for surpass her for her to maintain (laughs) and so i've been using it every morning (laughs) (laughs) and my resolution is to have the smoothest ass in the world and therefore the most power and therefore i will become the most powerful man in east texas wow at least i'm sure yeah that is my petty resolution that's a good resolution make my ass smooth as fuck Uh uh-huh yeah uh-huh. I mean, I hope that power is decided by how hairless your ass is, <laughs> because I'm hoping to explore the world of laser hair removal this oh, year. Oh, I've thought about it, too. Me, too. I've seen all those ads on, like, Instagram, and I'm like, oh, my God, it's only, like, $180. Like, do I do it? It's way less than I thought it would be. Right? And it would be so worth it, because my body hair, I hate having to maintain it. Dude, you are hairy. I know. Head to toe. No, You're like a hobbit. It's like grooming a dog. Oh my God. Not just a dog, like a fucking, like the shaggy. Okay. Shaggy I, dog. We, we got it. You know those no, nasty no. dogs that like their hair grows like nine inches past their ears, dogs? That's like you. Nine inches past their ears? Yeah, the hair just keeps going. What do you mean? I don't know. Nine inches off the tip of their ear? Yeah. Like a floppy eared dog? Yeah. Imagine like a cocker spaniel, but like. <laughs> Like big and like nine inches of hair coming off of their ears. That's what you got. I don't have hair coming off my ears though. No, not your ears, just your nipples and your like I do, pits. Yeah, okay. I accept. Your armpits. I accept. That's yeah. true. Your knuckles are hairy. I've, I do have hair in my you nipples. You have hairy actually. knuckles. Oh, I see. It's hard to miss. Thick. It's not that thick. Thick hairs. No, it's not thick. It's just there. Right, right. But I could see it from all the way across the room. Really? What if they were red or green hairs? Could you see them then? <laughs> I guess I wouldn't. I don't think you would. I would still see them, just not the color of them, Jessica. Sure. Color blind doesn't make me blind, all right? Okay. Yeah, I'll write with red marker on a red paper, and then you tell me if you're blind. Can you even read red marker on red paper? Yeah. No, you can't. Yes, I can. <laughs> no, you can't. Red marker on green paper, then. That's cold. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> that is stone cold. <laughs> well, anyway, I think we can conclude this episode. We can And if you like what you heard, please like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast. I know you have social media. Share it. Share with everybody. It's fucking Christmas and New Year's. Make your husbands listen. Make your husbands. Make your wives. Make your fucking grandparents listen. All those people that you went to high school with that you really don't talk to, but you like their photos every now and then, make them listen. Make them. Yeah. They're not paying attention anyway. No. What if you finally post something with an eye-catching image on it? They actually pay attention. Maybe they would pay attention to you, and maybe you would you would shine at your high school reunion. Yeah. As that that guy or gal who posts those awesome things. You could be remembered that way. That could be you. Possibly, yeah. Yes. Anyway, visit our website at threeshotsin.com. There you will find links to our social medias as well as to our Patreon, our pride and joy. Our precious little baby. And if it you, is beautiful. It is. It's wonderful. If you go on it, you can join, become a member. And there we have many things to offer you. We do. Well, one thing especially is our special secret, Patreon only. Super Pod- secret, ultra secret. No one knows about it. Super duper exclusive. You're super sexy if you listen to it. Secret podcast called Three Shot Cinema. That's right. We watch movies and we talk about them. Sounds kind of lame but if you know us we do nothing lame nothing that we do is lame everything we do is fucking hard solid girthy it's just thick throbbing and so with entertainment (laughs) yes (laughs) (laughs) 
also found on our website is uh, a link to our PayPal single-time donation, which is our internet tip jar, as I've said many times. Yeah, if you're like, hey, you guys are dope, here's a dollar. Awesome. We will love you so much for that. Or hey, like I forgot to get a gift for this one person and they seemed to be okay that I forgot it, but I had set aside like $400. I'm just going to donate it. Hey, my Mima passed away and she left me $4 million. And I'm going to give it to you, Three Shots In Podcast. Thanks. I would appreciate, we would appreciate that, right? We'd, oh, we'd love it. So much. We'd so appreciate Anything. it. Anything. We love you, Meemaw. Yes, R.I.P. Of course. Um, fuck, I think that's it. Yeah. No? I think that's all. I, 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 think we, I think we're all done. I think we're set. The only thing we have left to do is to announce next week's topic. And it is? Well, next week we are talking about carpet. 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 Wow, we talked about breast. We may yeah. as well. We may as well. Find out, you know, does it match the drapes? I don't know. Does it? We will, in fact, find out. I will be finding the nastiest carpet stories I can <laughs> I can think of it with took keywords. Me way longer than I care to admit. Um, to understand that does the carpet match the drapes meant does your hair look the same color as your pubes? I just didn't know that for a really long time. How long? How old were you? I don't want to tell you. That's embarrassing. That means you were in the teens at least. Irrelevant. Oh my God, you were in the 20s. No, I wasn't. It wasn't that oh late. Oh my God, Jessica. <laughs> have you just, your 30s? No. Jess. No. Oh my God. <laughs> End of the recording. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. If you were interested in something super girthy and throbbing and veiny and thick, probably got hairs on it. (laughs) A couple at least. (laughs) Right in your face. Totally not lasered off hairs. (laughs) This is the secret exclusive Patreon only podcast for you.